Wow, we've been uh, praising all night the return of a leader of men, a champion of all causes, the effervescent, the king, the master of ceremonies, ringleader, bass fisherman, beer-drinking barbecue specialist, genius, talented, entertaining, the return of serve, the return of glory, the return of... TC and Jake. So it's, so it's a kid with Down syndrome and he's British, which like, don't you just think that you'd like to see a show about that? No. No? You got to turn the open down or okay. off and then put it, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would, I mean, you, put, you really put me in a tough spot here. You don't, uh, because you don't think that people with disabilities deserve representation in media? Oh. Yeah, yeah. And if I say yes, then it's like, oh, what are you, some kind of sick fucking pervert? That's what I am. Yeah. Oh, my God, the likes. Seeing the reactions of uh, British Down syndrome patients. Um, no, Jeez. it was. Uh, it's in the Adam Friedland show. Uh, Shane. Mix. I have not watched. Uh, I only watched up to about 10 minutes into Frankenstein. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, keep watching. I plan to. Frankenstein mentions offhand that he was, before he came over, he saw a video of a a British kid reacting to, I don't think he's a kid. He's probably in his 20s. I don't know. Hard to tell. Jesus, dude. Come on. I'll admit I have a tough time (laughs) figuring it out exactly. Um, And uh, yeah, (laughs) the guy, I I think it's like his older brother. Uh, He's got like script on the thing just saying like, the dude's real into Disney, but also sometimes has a tough time with change, as we all do. Sure. And so he just wanted to see what reaction he would have to the new Little Mermaid trailer. And he, uh, you know, I, I would hope that uh, in this, if it had gone another, like I want to say he passed the test, but I I don't really, it shouldn't be a test. He should be. He should be allowed to have his opinions, I think. But uh, he 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 ends it with Disney made the right choice on this one, so you know he's he's all for it. She's beautiful. Yeah, well, let me tell you this: in this Ruth Conda era we live in, at least we know this actually happened. Yeah, that's true. So you get points for that on the internet if it's not just you being like... It's not just my kids said that the, the, the new Little Mermaid is beautiful. Right. Who's yeah, buying it's not that? Just your, not me. It's not just your kid. Like, uh, my mom or my kid came up to me tonight and said, Mommy, what will be the long-term implications of the Dobbs decision? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, it could go either way. Yeah, it's not as hot, though. Hey, uh... So we don't have a ton of time because we fucked around here. And I'll tell you what, bud. We uh, fucked around here. You better not have a second kid. <laughs> I'll have 10. Because th- this thing will be curtains. I mean, I guess if you're not working, that would certainly help make things more possible. But uh, you better not have a second kid and get a job. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that will be the end of this podcast. Yeah. It will be virtually impossible to pull off. I mean, how uh, would I find time for all of the, like, like I wouldn't be able to rip through the Mission Impossibles in a week if I had a, uh, the kind of time commitments of a job and a second kid. It would suck. And, and watch every episode 
in full on video of the Adam Friedland show? No, I've only seen the Shane one so far. Yeah, I still don't really know what they're doing. Like it, se- it seems <laughs> like the- Frankenstein is a guest. No, 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 no. Conceptually, I love it. I mean, like TV, they still do podcasts, kind of, but they're. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm having. A, are they doing a show every day on video? Yeah, I, I also had a tough time wrapping my head around it. I'm, I'm, I've, I'm left with similar questions. Like, because you had asked me, and a, a couple of people had asked me, have you seen the Adam Friedland show? And I was like, I don't even know. You know, like, like whenever I hit play, I'm like, is this the thing they're talking about? I don't know. Yeah. Who can say? Yeah. Um, do you have the ability to pull up, like, a song, like, from your, are you still, you Apple Music guy? Yes. Are you, can you pull up the song? Is it uh, uh, Helplessly Hoping by Crosby, Stills, and Nash? No. Don't hit, just play oh. last. Uh a song you're probably pretty familiar with, uh, Weezer Across the Sea. Yeah, of course I know Across the Sea. I know all about it. What do you got? You want to talk about having a thing for 14-year-olds? I want to talk about this song. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You keep one-upping yourself. Better than ever. Ah, oh, man. I, I hopped out and got a Z-Pack like last Friday. Because you fucking puss. Because I'm a puss, and because I've been sick for like two weeks, although that feels uh, like that two feels weeks. like me. It feels like me saying I was in the military when I only like worked on planes. Whenever you were behind, like uh, you adopted the darkness, I was born in it. Yeah, I can't, I can't be sick that long, and it was messing me up. So I saw a tweet about this song, and I was never really like that big of a Weezer fan. Actually, I never, I, I did not like Weezer. My birthday. Why? Yeah, I, I know all play- the words to the 14-year-old love song. What of it? Did they play it at Hangout one year? Did they play it what? At Hangout? I don't know that they play it anymore. No, That's no, no. Did question. they play at Hangout? Like, oh, did, did they, they play? Th- yes, yes, yes. I was there. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember like kind of he being wore like... wore a funny hat. Yeah, that's right. I remember thinking, um, I wonder what's going on on the smallest auxiliary stage possible right now. You don't need a big stage. They got a big sound. It was great. I was close. It was a fun time. Okay. That seems right to me, but you know, I went in several times. So people were tweeting about this song yesterday and I was like, well, what could it be? You could Uh, always tweet about it. Yeah. (laughs) He sniffs and he licks the envelope. Okay, well, let me hear it, because I saved this for the show. This came out in 1996. Yeah, I, I sniff, and I <laughs> I wonder what clothes you wear to school. I wonder what you, how you decorate your room. Oh, I got the lyrics. I want to hear the actual song. I can. I can't hear it, so let's just read the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the premise of the song is that uh, there's a, there's a, uh, I suppose, a Rivers fan in Japan. Yeah. It's, uh, he's, you know, at the time, to- contemporaneously, he was asked questions about it. It's real. He, he received a letter from a girl. Um, he makes reference to the idea of like, uh, you're just 18. Uh, but he, someone nailed him in an interview where they were like, 18? 
And he was like, okay, yeah. I, okay. I know it wasn't 18. That's that's why I want to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as good. I pulled as I pulled up the lyrics to this song, and I asked Corby about this today, because I think uh, or maybe Davey was more taking the question because he was familiar. He's like, Oh, from Pinkerton, yeah, I know that song, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <clears throat> I read all the lyrics to this song, and I feel as if uh putting 18-year-old girl in the lyrics yeah. was literally just their lawyer being like, you got to figure something else out here. Yeah, it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the first line. Yeah, you are 18-year-old yeah. girl. Like, yes. Listen, yes. I just want to establish right out. Yeah, no, it's bullshit, dude. <laughs> it's the, the next, like, seven stanzas would lead you to believe the girl is closer to 14 or 15. Yeah. No, a child sent him a note. And, and I, he wanted to write a song about fucking sniffing and licking, dude. It's not good. I, I could not stop laughing at the idea of him being like, I ha like, I'll tell you this. The third line is, who live in small city of Japan. I promise you those first two lines were different. Of you are 18-year-old girl. I promise you the original draft of this song did not include you are 18-year-old girl. And they're like, look, it's 1996. It's not too hot. We think we can keep everything else. We can get away we, with this. <laughs> but we're going to need one thing from you, Cuomo. Yeah. All right? And he's like, all right, I'll say she's 18. And then from there, I'm going to talk about, I wonder what clothes you wear to school, how you decorate your room, and I wonder how you touch yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something else, too. But does it uh, slap? As we throw, probably not. It's Weezer. As we throw it all... Concerns to the wind here, and maybe there's like some evidence of this, and that's why this is in my uh, my brain pan here. Absolutely zero shock that a member of Weezer would be really into a Japanese fifteen year old girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you, I don't even thing. know much about Weezer, but if you were like, uh, the answer is band with members into uh, Japanese teenagers from America. Yeah, and like the album cover is like a Japanese style of art. And see, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even have to know that. I would have been like, it's, a, it's obviously Weezer and more specifically Rivers Cuomo. Yeah, he's got some. I, it's been more than a decade since I've read about the details, so I'm probably going to get him wrong. But he, he had some kind of thing where he like took a celibacy pledge over the course of multiple years, something like that. I always like... I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sure that there's people who do that, that like it's a beautiful experience and he may be one of them, but like, I don't know. I hear that and I'm like, I mean, it is literally abnormal sexual behavior. Like it's, you know, in a direction I think people are more comfortable with rather than less, but I just hear it and I'm like, that's abnormal sexual behavior. You know what I mean? Like something's yeah. going on. They had to yeah. pause something that they, you know, whatever. I don't know. Look, if look, if somebody in your life, like, let's say me, for example, mm -hmm. a guy who fucking loves meat. Yeah. Love meat, love cheese, love eggs. Probably my top three favorite food items. Mm -hmm. Pepperoni, <laughs> eggs, uh, cheese. If I, went, if I went vegan tomorrow, you'd be like, whew, he's run into some issues. Yeah, something's going on. Doctor yeah. got to him. Yeah. And look, now I'm seeing on his Wikipedia page, he's released two Japanese language albums uh, with some guy named Scott Murphy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's Weezer, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, it opens up an interesting question. Like, I don't, I think that he, like, never contacted her, you know? Like, it's it's not like Wait. he now has a wife and you do the math and you're like, and she's from a, a small city in Japan. You know, like, I I don't know. I, I'm in a weird spot to be having this conversation. I've I've come from a uh, a child abuse meeting, um, but like I you know you you just ask yourself like what do, what do you want here exactly? Like if if he's getting weird thoughts from this thing, like if the most he does is write a song about it, like that. Well, there's obviously much worse outcomes. Now, is it good? Like, I, I don't want, like, the, the community of people who are too excited about letters from 14-year-old Japanese girls. I don't really want them to have a flag to rally around. They could, you know, kind of feed off each other in a way that I'm not feeling great about. So I see that as a drawback of publishing the song. But uh, I don't know, you know. I'm, I guess I'm just saying there's a big difference the, between, like, fucking writing back really sweaty replies and like writing a song. I don't, I don't know. He definitely, I, you know, we draw a hard line at getting on a plane to see what her family are up to. Don't pull a, uh, what was the, what was Dan's favorite baseball player? Mel Hall. I don't know that it was his favorite, but yeah. yeah. Don't, don't move in with the family or anything. Don't. Yeah. It's good that Mel <clears throat> Hall's in jail. So, uh, he did marry a woman named Kyoko Itu, uh -huh. or Ito, rather, Itu, Ito, in 1997, but it says that the she Itu was a, movement. yeah, she was a, a student at a local college. No word on whether or not she had recently enrolled there <laughs> after moving to the United States. But yeah, it's, I'll tell you something else, dude. Like, this doesn't apply to... Uh, this doesn't just apply to what we're talking about here is I'm trying to kind of uncomfortably uncomfortably weave my way through traffic. I think like being a dude who's like extremely stoked on one type of female exclusively uh, from an ethnic or nationality standpoint is also kind of a weird red flag to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean but, but, but at the same time, if you're white and you've only ever been dated white men or women and you are like that's what i find attractive then for whatever reason that doesn't register in my brain is strange so that's like exposing my own bigotry for sure but it's like dude you wrote an entire song about a letter from a japanese girl and then you married a japanese woman one year later and then you released two japanese language albums like i don't know there's something i don't, I don't you know i mean like saying that another know. culture is beautiful i don't think should be stigmatized behavior you know what I mean? Like, it's cool to think that other cultures are beautiful. Yeah, but what about when you then sexualize you? You thinking that it's cool? Yeah. I'm, like I, I'll tell you this. Uh, I think it's probably. I don't know. I don't want to. I just don't want to get too much into telling other people how to live their lives. You know what I mean? I know, but like, whether it's been anywhere that I've been in Latin America, I'm like this fucking rules. Uh -huh. Like these these people are having a great time. Uh, you know, whether it was South America or whether it's Mexico, whether it's Central America, anywhere that is populated by people primarily 
of uh, Latin descent. I'm like, this is awesome. And I'm allowed to believe that uh, and, and feel like this, I love this culture. I've never dated a Latino person. <laughs> or in this, you know, I, don't, I said that so I'm not exclusionary. I've never dated a Latino or a Latina. It's a bit of a red flag for you. Fair. Fair. Now I'm now the, the bullseye's back on me. I've never dated a white woman. That's technically true, mm-hmm. but your your concentric circle is about the size of a fucking number two pencil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Dude. also, you know, all the de- how you define, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, what it's you a, just a common, you know, we've settled it at this point, but certainly a, a frequent topic of discussion between the wife and I. You know, anytime that she's like, "Well, <laughs> as a Latina," and I'm like, "If if if someone talking to you can't tell, like someone who just met you, then like that is a different experience." You know. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's certainly different, uh, particularly in terms of like. Uh, well, I guess either way, like discriminatory. Like she's not trying to like present as white, but like she does present as white, you know, like, and so how, how you present is like in some senses and in others not, but in some senses more important than like whatever your fucking 23 and me comes back as, you know what I mean? Yeah. You said something in there that made me think of a tweet that I had uh, holstered uh, to present on the show tomorrow, but and he said something about reply. I think there's a segment in uh, in just looking at like big tweets and then first reply guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's an athletic story from this morning about Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watson has never had to play a game in front of his accusers until now. Attorney Tony Busby. Running the Trump playbook. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Paula Jones at the debate. Absolutely. Uh, told us he'll have a suite at the Browns-Texans game in Houston Sunday, and he says 10 of the women who uh, he represented against Watson, uh, Watson have told him they plan to come. Um, and now if you look at it, there's some you know, big verified accounts that you'll see their replies at the top. But the first one I saw when I looked at this on my phone was Steve100872. Love that. Who simply replied... Hope he blows them a kiss after his third TD pass. Okay. I don't think that Steve has a healthy relationship with women. No, I already told you he didn't because he was the first guy to reply to a news story. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's the same guy Although, so, every single time. So I, I have, like, I'm, I'm, I have me, you know, like the real person. And there's the me that presents on the podcast. And that, you know, I mean, there's countless iterations, but uh, one fun one is just the me whenever I'm talking to Josh and trying to uh, get a rise out of him, trigger him uh, with uh, takes that I know he will find to be, uh, you know, challenging. And so, you know, I don't think these things, but a character I'm playing for the purpose of sharpening Josh's beliefs and helping him to understand himself a little more yeah. has been making a point frequently that I think that most people do agree. Like even the ones like, you know, feminists agree 
that like uh, I I don't want to speak for feminists, but you know you're not doing the character anymore. Yeah, that's right. Um, like uh, it doesn't the relationship with the mother have quite a bit to do with how people relate to women from then on? You know, uh, and like really, you know, if it's not the mother, it's someone else. And so, isn't it an interesting thing to think about? You know, we, we look at uh, these problems that uh, women face in this patriarchal society. This is a horrible take. We ask, where does this resentment come from? And I think that you will inevitably find the answer is the actions of women. If they just clean it up a little bit. This is a, this is a fucking, <laughs> this is a, it's tough to find a new spin on a on a, a current or old classic these days, but you've just done it. If someone had just been a little nicer to Steve, he probably just wouldn't have felt the need to comment on this story at all, let alone say this objectionable, misogynistic thing. Like, there's obviously the, the incel attitude of, well, women are shooting me down. That's why I have negative opinions towards women. But to then go to the woman who actually went through childbirth and attempted to raise you, uh, it's on her because something. I do that's think, a, no, I think that's a lot of where, I think a lot of people's relationships, like how you treat like in general women and like, you know, each woman's a person and like, uh, you know, I, I don't know that any of us like treat groups as groups, you know, like we relate to people as people. But like whenever it's, whenever you're coming in with certain assumptions, you know, like whenever it's someone you're just talking to, if you're like passing them on the street and like mm -hmm. they bump into you, if you're to be like, you know, oh, I'm sorry, or like, hey, watch where you're fucking going. Uh, you know, like that kind of stuff is somewhat influenced by, like, you know, so we do have these general ideas that color the way that we interact. And I I do believe definitely <clears throat> that uh, those, like that, you know, the source of a lot of people's, you know, how they relate to the other gender, it comes from, you know, their relationship that they had with the first, you know, woman that they ever knew, their mother. I can tell you, I've, I know people well who, I don't, boy, I don't want to use names. Of course I won't. Um, but like, you know, any, I, I definitely know people who like, I find them being like, oh, that fucking bitch a lot about like people in news stories, you know, like not someone they know, like someone where they're filling in a lot of details and they're just assuming that she's a fucking bitch. And then I hear them be like, yeah, my mom would fucking go off half cocked and hit us a lot. You know, like, I'm yeah, like, but, the, but this, this is related. Yeah, but that's, I don't think that works. It's the same thing with like a parent with substance abuse issues or even a parent with, as you said, you know, physical or mental abuse issues, because a lot of people experience those things and go the other way, like hardcore. So I just don't, I don't know. That's, I, feel like that's kind of like how many people have you heard say like my father was abusive and they treat their kids like completely differently than that than the way that they were treated because of that or i'm like a uh, type of person who completely abstains from any substance because i remember my dad coming in hammered at night and you know yelling at my mom like trump Oh, that's what his deal is too, right? I don't think it's his dad. I think it's other his people brother. in his family. Yeah, I mean his brother, yeah, but his I, I assume that he made the – I think he's got some uncles or something too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no. I, I don't mean, know. You, you have these traumas and like uh, different people react to them differently. You know, like uh, for example, reading the Will Smith book, he, he goes through, you know, like big things that happen and then we'll talk about, 
you know, my sister reacted this way, my brother reacted this way, and I reacted this way. And all of those are reactions to the thing. So like, you know, the saying that you can have another reaction, um, it doesn't mean that those that it's not where those reactions are coming from. You know, like just people do. I, you know, if you do have someone who hates women, like I'm ready to say Steve0175 does, uh, you know, I, I do think that it's probably based on an experience. Now, I do not. Yeah, the experience is not getting pussy. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. The Josh character would point out that's still actions of women. The problem that women <laughs> face is the things that they've done. That's that's the point the guy's making. Now, in, in reality, um, of course, it is unfair to like fucking throw that at Deshaun Watson's accuser. You know, like they didn't do anything to this guy. Like if some other woman turned him down or if his mother did mistreat him, like the fucking Deshaun Watson accusers didn't do that. Why should, like in what just world should they suffer the consequences? So of course, you know, obviously that's the thing. (laughs) You know, if you do, if, if if you are in a safe space where no one's feelings are going to be hurt and you have a friend that you'd like to wind up a bit, Throwing that one at him and seeing what they do with it. Yeah, just a fun little party trick. Can we do, uh, we don't have, like, we have, like, <laughs> I, it's a good thing I can see you on camera because every time I can tell you're leaning over, I stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I imagine you have a big report from uh, your meeting today. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it, but I'm not sure we have Let, the time. Is that what you're saying? Let's, let's do it on the Patreon this week. That's That's good with me. For a number of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a couple things. I'll just say nothing's, nothing's gotten any worse. You know, everything's still fine. If anyone's okay. worried about it, I just want to let you know, I'm fine. You know, okay. like victims, I'm very worried about. But like, whatever, you know, like, what are you going to do? Have you seen the uh, Deshaun Kaiser clip? Yes, I have. Yeah. And my so, main thing is I want to let you know you should learn more about the inner earth stuff. They might have something there. Oh, so I didn't listen to – I thought it was just 9-11. Uh, he mentions it like offhand. He's like, yeah, he – because, yeah, it's, it's, it starts out with 9-11, but Aaron Rodgers – you know, I think the guy like asks him like, is there other stuff he's going on about? He's well, like, yeah, he's Blake's got going lot. through the whole thing, so I will know all of this by tomorrow. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm also going to do my own independent study. But that's just in like the minute 15 that got posted online. He, yeah. He's like listing other things that Aaron Rodgers is, is wild about. And one of them's Inner Earth. And I, I also heard about that. War Mode was telling me about Inner Earth. And I'm, I'm, I'm still in the fact-gathering phase. What does that mean? There's another Earth inside of Earth, dude. <laughs> it's one of those things, like any of those things, like you, they, they've usually got like a couple talking points that someone who's never heard of it can put them back on their heels a little more than you would think. Like right now, you schedule like the Russian doll. <laughs> there's yeah. another little, ba- you get all the way down. There's just a an Eminem sized Earth. What's inside the Earth? Mars, dude. There's people down there. <laughs> that is phenomenal. And see, I'm very glad I just learned about that because that never came up in San Marcos, and it never came up to my Ooh, knowledge. That's surprising. Uh, on Art Bell, but what did, of course. Is you know people started following up to that uh, Deshaun Kaiser comment with like uh, did he get into chemtrails? Uh huh. And I found uh, apparently back in like 2000, um, 
ESPN did a video where they talked to like all of Aaron Rodgers' backups for like 15 years. Great. And Seneca Wallace said yeah, he believes in something called chemtrail conspiracy theory. There you and go. it's it was fantastic. Keeping with a theme that we've talked about over the past couple podcasts with Jerry and the New Yorker and Washington Post. I loved like the two articles I found on this, which were on sports websites, having to spend at least three or four lines explaining to normies what chemtrails are. Uh-huh. Because those people are normal. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, dude, I've lived with three different people who fucking completely believed in this. I mean, they are up there, dude. Yeah, they're up there. Wallace said Rogers asked him, what do you think all that stuff is behind uh, flying behind that jet stream? Do you think it has anything to do? Do you think it has anything to do with maybe why everybody's getting cancer? (laughs) Oh boy, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, most of my boys were like, I mean, why do you think the weather it's raining today? Did you not notice what we saw up there yesterday? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it was weather control, population control, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I I heard a lot of – and you know what's funny too is you can actually go to IMDb. I don't know how to find the audio, but uh, they have an archive of every episode that Art Bell ever did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like transcript? Uh, I don't know if it's a transcript or if it just – it looks like it actually just shows you – Like the um, title? The title and like a brief description. Okay. I'm sure you, I'm sure you could pay for this. Like somewhere his yeah, estate. Yeah, full Art Bell archives. Somewhere his estate, I'm sure, has like a subscription that you could uh, get on this. And and uh, no surprise, they absolutely have a chemtrail episode. Yeah, I mean, I would assume it's kind of a running thing throughout. I'm going to read you a couple titles. Please do. Uh, of course, they went heavy on the uh, ghost to ghost well. Yeah. That's where you just talk about ghosts. Yeah, I, I want to talk about ghosts. Uh, let's see. The Hidden History of the Human Race. Boring. Uh, the Government of UFOs. The Tampa Triangle. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, slipping into other dimensions. that's a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Millennium New Year's. Yeah. Oh, remote viewing. I actually remember listening to this live. They had a guy <laughs> I have no on, doubt that you do. They had a guy on. Uh, who said that he was able to somehow – I have to get back into the particulars of it, but he – and, dude, I believe this for at least like two weeks. That he was able to win in Vegas because of remote viewing. That would be one way to use it. Let's see. How do they actually – let's see. How Is he a millionaire w- now? Wikipedia defines it. No, actually, I remember him saying, like, this power is not for profit. Like, I, I just had to test it this way to prove to people I could do it. Uh, yeah, it sounds like bullshit. Practice of seeking out. impressions about a distant or unseen object, purportedly sensing with the mind. Typically, a remote viewer is expected to give information about an object, event, person, or location that is hidden from physical view and separated at some distance. So this guy would like, I don't know if somebody had an earpiece or not, but he would say he could see the cards on the other side of the table. And uh, like with every single one of these conspiracy theories, chemtrails included, they only exist because of some like 
batshit, but like, hey, fuck it, we'll try it, programmed by the U.S. government. Yeah. Which is the case. What is the official, like, what what actually, do you know what chemtrails actually are? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what people say. People say that, like, the normal condensation trails you see of, like, a contrail, that those go away quickly. But chemtrails stick around for a long time, meaning that they're not normal. It's just condensation, it's created by planes? Yeah. Like, so we, we would be sitting out back, and if there was a particularly long you know, trail behind a plane that, that was sticking as opposed to like, you know, dissipating from the back to the front of the jet as it proceeded, they'd be like, oh, chemtrail. Because, I mean, I certainly all the time, of course, you look up and you see lines in the sky. Right. Yeah. So they believe that it was like, a, there are a couple different theories, like that it was for weather, to control the weather. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's an upside in that for someone. Uh, but you're saying the real cont- explanation is it's just the thing that happens when planes go through the sky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time. Well, it really uh, does seem like if that just is like a, no, it's easy. It's just to have like, uh, they seem to be challenging like the idea of physics at that point, your friends. I think it's just a matter of like the pressure in the air, the condensation already in the air, the speed of the plane, like there's a million different reasons why like the trail of a plane would look different sometimes than other reasons. But much like with remote viewing, this this started with a US Air Force uh, report that I believe, let's see the name of it here. Uh, It was a report on weather modification. Mm -hmm. So basically at one point, the government was like, I wonder if we can control the weather. Probably don't want to get into that. Yeah. So, you know, like with everything else, uh, the government's like, I wonder if uh, there's a, and at one point, I'm sure they'll be like, I wonder if there's an earth inside this earth. And they'll be like, God damn it. I knew it. They took a stab at it already and the results were shocking. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, there was, there was something about like, there's a whole, in the top of the earth and like you can get to it and like some expedition like went out to like see this portal between our earth and the inner earth and like either they didn't come back or they did and they were like you won't believe it there's a second earth <laughs> i don't know there's something good <laughs> all right now let's go to lunch <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i feel like i feel like i saw like another earth Hollow Earth theories, a list of references. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Seems. Yeah, dude, this this illustration at the top of the Wikipedia is great. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Swang, dude. Hilar. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing people forget is like, I think people think of uh, like now is like the time where people are getting the most high Mm -hmm. just because it's, you know, it's culture and it's like, dude, no, absolutely not. Like we are at the nadir of human experimentation with shit that will fuck you off your rocker. Uh, I mean, we had an entire empire fall because of opium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it used to be that just everyone was just fucking yeah. chewing what? leaves 24-7. Yeah, all the time. And so you're like, oh, man. 
does somebody come up with this all the way back then? They didn't there have were whole mushrooms. continents that looked like Kensington in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm going to get – I'm excited for your report on Hollow Earth. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know that I want to get into it. I want to know enough to give to get like a couple good sentences out, and that's the most I want to know. Did the Josh Friend character does he have plans to appear on the Tim Pool cast? Yeah, dude, he loves Tim Pool cast. I assume. I, I don't know, dude. The I, I watched that like twenty minutes last night. Okay, is it good? Should I watch it? Uh, it's exactly what you think it is. First of all, this Nick Fuentes guy, new a uh, new character in the season. I remember him kind of being in the background of some shots back in like season two, but I never paid much attention. Mm-hmm. Watch a video of him and tell me that his head doesn't always look superimposed. <laughs> what an allegation. It's a particular type of head. I'll find other people for you who are like this, but he's got it. Um, and it's a fucking, it's a wild ride, man, because Tim Pool, hated by the left, uh, champions himself as a centrist, but obviously I think he's just him. hated. I, I don't know. I don't know if yeah, that's like, probably uh, true. That's probably true. But necessary. We used to write for Vice. He's a, he's not an intelligent fellow, um, but he offers the slightest bit of like question. Really, frankly, in this case, reasonable, logical questioning of uh, Kanye's anti-Semitic theories, and Kanye just walks out. Yeah, I mean, having not seen he it. He can't answer questions. He can only talk for like eight minutes at a time. And then when asked the question, everything falls apart. I, I can't imagine that I would like hearing questions from Tim Pool, though, regardless of context. They're pretty basic. I'm just saying, they're, like, they're, if he talked, it would upset me. If he talked to me, I'd be like, I want this to stop. Now, I mean, the, the main way I would address that is by not going on his show. So you would think. I guess that's the difference between me and Ye right there. It's but, just surreal to see Kanye flanked by superimposed head white supremacist and Milo. Yeah. I can't I can't wrap my head around it. It's I not still, good. Yeah. It's a tough it's time. Not good. I've been working on a soliloquy about this. Maybe I'll you have it ready it tomorrow? Sometime. No, not tomorrow. I don't know. All right. I mean, you well, gotta go right now, right? Yeah, I gotta go handle a baby. All right. So TC's meeting, TC's meeting at the uh, embroiled school <laughs> that wasn't tomorrow. Even at the school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, oh we'll, yeah, we'll you got to do that offsite. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll talk to you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.